Now, from Learfield, this is the Alabama Insider. Touchdown, Alabama! Here is your host, Chris Stewart. The season is underway and the start of a very, very good one for the Alabama Crimson Tide. Welcome, everybody, to our Alabama Insider Podcast. I'm Chris Stewart. What a way to begin the 2016 campaign for Coach Nick Saban's top-ranked Alabama Crimson Tide. Bama winning it by a final, of course, of 52-6 to over the Southern Cal Trojans on a Saturday night in Arlington, Texas. Jalen Hurts, the true freshman quarterback, accounted for four touchdowns in that game, a couple of them passing, a couple of them on the ground. Also a big game from our Darius Stewart, the wide receiver from Fultondale, Alabama. And let's not forget running back Damian Harris, who had a career-best performance as well. All of that supplementing what was a suffocating performance by the Crimson Tide defense. Alabama, a 52-6 to winner in front of what was a crowd of more than 81,000 at AT&T Stadium. And Alabama winning by 46. That's the largest margin of victory for Alabama over a top 20 team since you go back to 1991. That was a 35-0 win over then 6th-ranked Florida at that time. And also the win over USC on Saturday, the second-largest margin of victory over a top 20 team in Alabama history. Only that 61-6 win over Syracuse, a 55-point differential back in 1953's Orange Bowl, was um, bigger than the ones that uh, we have seen the Tide encounter or that we did see the Tide encounter in the victory over the Trojans. Alabama, uh, really, really impressive. The defense after giving up uh, three points to start the game, dominant at the line of scrimmage the rest of the way. They held the Trojans to 64 yards on 30 rushing attempts. That's an average of just two per carry. Also redshirt freshman cornerback Anthony Everett recording a team-best eight total tackles. That included seven solo stops. Minka Fitzpatrick big again as he was in his freshman year. He had six stops on the night. He also broke up a couple of passes. Jonathan Allen back for his senior year. The defensive end had two quarterback sacks. And as a squad, Bama broke up seven passes. By the way, nine tackles for loss for the Bama defense. Three total sacks and even The defense getting in on the scoring act. A sophomore corner, Marlon Humphrey, returned an interception for a touchdown in the first half. That was a real turning point in the ballgame as it turned out to be the 47th non-offensive touchdown for Nick Saban's team during his tenure continuing to, uh, to find ways to put points on the board and doing it in large measure. Just some of the numbers that we compare from that ball game. Alabama with 242 yards on the ground to only 64 for USC. Bama combining with three different quarterbacks to go 18, or excuse me, 12 of 18 with an interception for 223 total yards. And you look at the total offense, Alabama going 465 on 63 plays, USC on 67 offensive snaps, only 194 yards of total offense. A couple of the individual rushing numbers in the ball game. We mentioned Damian Harris, a career best outing. The uh, the sophomore goes nine carries for 138 yards. Hurts, nine carries for 32. And also uh, Jalen, who is uh, Texas native, goes six of 11 with a 
pick and a fumble, but he also threw for 118 yards and a couple of scores. Blake Barnett, who struggled early in the starting role, came back and was very effective. He finished up the game 5 of 6 for 100 yards, and he also completed a touchdown pass to Garrick Dieter that covered 45 yards. Dieter making his first grab in a Bama uniform, and it counted for six in the ball game. So the Crimson Tide able to pick up a victory and again doing so in very impressive fashion. For their efforts, there were 10 different players that were recognized by the Alabama coaching staff for their efforts. Harris, Cam Robinson, Stewart, and Jonah Williams on offense. You had Jonathan Allen, Reuben Foster, Marlon Humphrey recognized for what they did on the defensive side of the ball and also in special teams. Mika Fitzpatrick as well as place kicker Adam Griffith and punter J.K. Scott who were honored for special teams work by the Bama staff. Uh, as we said, Harris had a career game against the Trojans. Those nine carries for a team leading 138 yards. He had long carries of 46 and 73. You got Robinson and Williams who made the start. Um, or excuse me, Robinson at left tackle, but Williams making the start at right tackle in his first collegiate game. Those two guys on the ends helped open holes for Harris. Robinson graded out at 88% to lead the Bama offensive line. He didn't give up a sack, didn't allow a pressure, didn't get called for a penalty in the ball game. Our Darius Stewart, again, a, a huge day. Four catches for 113 yards and two touchdowns. That 71-yard catch and score was the longest of his career. The other touchdown actually started Alabama scoring. It was a 39-yard reception from Hurts. You look at the defense. Allen, Foster, and Humphrey helping limit that Trojan offense we mentioned to just 194 total yards. No touchdowns. Six total points. Allen finishing his day with four tackles. A couple of sacks for loss. That multi-sack game, the sixth of his career. It also pushed his career total uh, to 20 sacks. That puts him seventh all-time in Alabama football history. Foster was all over the place, even though he only officially was uh, credited with four tackles, one of those for a loss. He made his presence known with some unbelievable hits, though, throughout the game. And then Humphrey, as we said, with two tackles, one of them for a loss and that pick six late in the second quarter that gave Alabama a 17-3 lead and a ton of momentum going into the break. And while Fitzpatrick was part of the Bama defense again, he had a tackle on special teams and really did a great job of helping keep USC return man Adore Jackson in check on kickoffs. You had Griffith doing his job by um, drilling his only field goal attempt of the night, that uh, attempt of the night. And I think I misspoke earlier saying that um, – Oh, yeah, Griffith did have a 29-yarder. Excuse me, I started to say he started the score, but that's not true. His field goal came after the touchdown pass from Hertz to uh, our Darius Stewart. But he did the job, Griffith did, not only converting on the field goal attempt, but he went a perfect 7 of 7 on extra points and just as big. We talked about the job done on Adoree Jackson, but on kickoffs, Griffith averaged 63 yards Per kick, four of those were touchbacks. He kicked off nine times and uh, really did a nice job there. Meanwhile, with Alabama struggling to get any points, and don't forget now, despite the fact it was a 52-6 to final, 
The Tide did not score until the midway point of quarter number two. So J.K. Scott was awfully big in helping flip field position for the Tide. He had five punts, 235 yards total. That's an average of 47 per kick. He also had three punts of 50 or more yards, and he would finish the night placing three of those punts inside the Trojans' 20-yard line, including that 54-yarder that landed out of bounds at the USC two-yard line. So, again, uh, congratulations to those 10 young men who were recognized by the Alabama coaching staff for their efforts in the win against USC. Coach Nick Saban talked to the media on Monday. His game week press conference in game week means the home opener for this week's contest. The Crimson Tide playing host to Western Kentucky, the Hilltoppers, coming into the game with a 1-0 record. They opened their season impressively, knocking off a fellow Conference USA team in Rice. 46-14 was the final in a Thursday night game held on September 1st. Jeff Brom, the uh, head coach of the Hilltoppers, he's in his second year there in Bowling Green, Kentucky. A career record of 21-7, and and he led Western to back-to-back bowl victories as well as the 2015 Conference USA Championship. It'll be the third all-time matchup between these two programs. The Tide owning a 2-0 all-time advantage. Uh, 2012 in Tuscaloosa is when they uh, met most recently. Back in 2008, Alabama knocked off the toppers by a final of 41-7. You look, and it is a uh, Western Kentucky team that... Uh, again, not only comes in off of a victory, but uh, did some really good things on the offensive side. Mike White is the quarterback. He's a redshirt junior from Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 6'4", 215 pounds. He threw for 517 yards and currently leads the nation in that category, as you might expect by uh, putting up that number. His passer rating of 252.67 is second best in the nation after week one. And by completing almost 81% of his passes, that puts him in the top five in NCAA Division I football in that category as well. He made five starts as a true freshman down at the University of South Florida in 2013. And then in 2014, had 10 starts as a sophomore, sat out 2015 and now in 2016 doing the job for the Hilltoppers. Um, again, awfully impressive in that opener and expected to give Alabama quite a challenge in week number two. And again, that game is set for a uh, 2.30 kick at Bryant-Denny Stadium. 2.30 kickoff time for that one. is when we will have our radio coverage here on the Crimson Tide Sports Network. So look forward to spending Saturday with you in Tuscaloosa if you can uh, possibly make it. But we also uh, hope that you will join us right here on the network. And if you are coming to Bryant-Denny, I want to remind you that a new clear bag policy is in effect. There are specific guidelines in terms of the size and make of uh, of the bag that you are allowed to bring into Bryant-Denny. So uh, that applies to ladies with purses. It applies uh, to backpacks. There is a different policy in effect. And for more information, all the details, go to the official athletic website of the Crimson Tide. That site is Roll Tide 
Com. Do want to catch you up on a couple of other things, though. And going back to Sunday, Alabama uh, on the soccer pitch was able to pick up a victory. Senior Auburn Mercer had a late second-half goal that gave Alabama a one nothing shutout win down in Fort Myers, Florida, against Florida Gulf Coast University. That win marks the fourth shutout of the year for Coach Wes Hart's team. That's the most shutouts through the first six games of a campaign since the 2012 season. Bama went 1-1 one one over on the uh, weekend. They fell at number 20 USF on Friday. But uh, Alabama now with that win over Florida Gulf Coast, improving to 5-1 and one on the year. The Tide's 5-1 and one start, also the best since that 2012 season that I referenced earlier. Bama's back in action this Friday. They travel to Knoxville. They're already starting Southeastern Conference play. The Tide taking on the Tennessee Vols. And as you can with every other sport on the Alabama campus, be sure to go to RollTide.com for more information. And the full athletic schedule is available for you there as well. That's going to do it for our Alabama Insider for today. Our next podcast, though, do want to remind you, is going to be available on Friday. So I hope that you will be back with us and share the podcast uh, with others that you think may enjoy it. But we appreciate you joining us here on the Crimson Tide Sports Network. I'm Chris Stewart. Thanks again for joining us on Alabama Insider. This has been the Alabama Insider. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation.